Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What up, guys? How you guys doing? Did y'all have a good, fun weekend? Did you? Uh, did any all go to Comic Con? Raise your hand. Anyone? Anyone? Well, I didn't go. Obviously, I watched everything online like the rest of us. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I it, it was a lot of good news this weekend. I will say that a lot of good news this weekend. Um, anyway, before we get um, before we get too deep into it, I, I do want to uh, talk about some other news. That, that pertains to this weekly show, but let's uh, let's just get right into it, shall we? Um, let's talk about video game news. So, the game that a lot of people have been waiting for is the Avatar game, open world game that was coming from Ubisoft. Unfortunately, it has been delayed to at least April of 2023, uh, which is very odd considering the movie comes out in December. Uh, I do apologize about all the volume issues today i for some reason my volume was turned way up at the beginning of the episode trying to hamper that out for you guys anyway um sorry it took me about a minute to realize that (laughs) uh but yes so the ubisoft avatar game has been delayed till april uh unfortunately will not release in time for the, the second film the way of water i wonder if that will affect the hype around the game at all. I, I think it might. Um, I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Um, it's also been announced that Detroit Become Human is going to be getting a manga, either adaptation or spinoff, that will continue its story. Uh, I think the art style looks very well done in uh, the little tiny pieces they've shown off of it. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle... I don't know what the hell I just said there. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection releases August 30th, and that collects all the old uh, arcade games as well as some other NES and Sega Genesis titles in all their versions. I think there's like 15 games on there, I want to say, or more. I could be wrong. could be wrong. Um, Warner Brothers, DCs, whatever you want to call it, um, Multiverses is now in open beta. Uh, All progress will carry over. It won't be reset. So don't worry about anything being reset when the game launches later this year. Um, Halo Infinite Co-op is still in its early build or beta or flight, whatever you want to call it. No matchmaking. Uh, I've seen some people complain about this, but honestly, why would you want to play a campaign matchmaking with a bunch of randos? Like, campaign co-op is meant for you and your friends, or you and a group you found online in like a looking in the looking for group feature, or on Reddit or something, not for a bunch of randos, because you're just opening the door up to nonsense at that point. In some of the strangest news uh, out of the tech world, the Oculus Quest 2, or Meta Quest 2, whatever you want to call it, is getting a $100 price uh, increase. Yeah, an increase, right? We're used to tech, you know, going down in price. Tech is supposed to go down in prices. The manufacturing process is smoothed out. Obviously, we live in a world where 
the Rona and other things have, have caused massive delays. Uh, we're dealing with a lot of inflation right now around the world and supply chain issues. It's not just uh, a, a U.S. problem, as some people would like you to believe. Um, but it, 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 it is a, uh, interesting, though, still to see tech raise their price. I mean, if, if PlayStation or Xbox did this, there'd literally be riots in the streets if they increased the price of the Series X or the PlayStation 5 by $100 uh, let alone two years after the fact, right? Like, yeah, I can understand if, an, like, The Verge had an article saying, like, yeah, the, the new MacBook is $200 more, but it also comes with new features. The Quest doesn't come with new anything. Um, it's still probably going to be cheaper than, than most uh, VR headsets. I mean, l l look at the Valve Index. Bad Boy's pushing, like, up to 1000 bucks. plus you need a VR-capable PC, um, I mean, the game does come with a free copy of Beat Saber. I mean, sure, but it's, uh, yeah, even the refurb models will be a hundred extra dollars, um, which is wild to me. <laughs> like that, that's, that's ridiculous that even like refurb models Jesus Christ man that that's that's insane that's insane um, they didn't even increase the price last year when the um, when they increased the storage on them like that and and they're citing it as as to help investments and it's like just admit that you know it, it's a um, it's you're operating at a loss, right? Like it's it's okay, you're not the only ones. Um, I I I just it's interesting for sure. It, it's it's a rare thing. I'm a little pissed because of course when I'm trying to buy one, um, it it happens. Uh, I still want to get one. Um, I think I'm just going to go for a refurb at this point because it will be cheaper. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily need a brand new one. I mean, a, a refurb is, is going to be fine if you ask me. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, but who knows? Who knows what will happen? I'm excited still for one. It's, uh, it's just a different world we live in where tech gets price increases now instead of the standard decreases we're used to. That's, that's a wild thing, just wild to me. And I'm, I'm shocked that it's, it's still happening. Um, it will go into effect next month, so you can still get your uh, Meta Quest 2 for its original price uh, for the next few weeks. Wizards of the Coast, the famed, you know... TCG studio behind Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons. They used to make Pokemon cards. Um, they have announced that they will be opening a video game studio. That's cool. Um, and then I, I'm going to get to the biggest news of the week in a second. Uh, news is dropping about Grand Theft Auto 6, hinting that it will be Vice City. 
Um, but it will also feature the series' first fully playable female protagonist, which is very, uh, very interesting for sure. Um, that's, of course, very new to the world of Grand Theft Auto. Um, obviously, it's now confirmed that it will be Vice City, which everyone pretty much expected at this point. Uh, but that's been floating around. Uh, PS Plus, PlayStation announced its PS Plus games for the month of August. They include Yakuza Like a Dragon, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, and Little Nightmares. Those will be available for the month of August. Uh, the biggest news in gaming, though, dropped yesterday. And it has to do with the Knights of the Old Republic remake that was being done by Aspire Studios. Well, according to Jason Schreier, who's now at Bloomberg, formerly of Kotaku, the game is on indefinite hold. Um... Now, what that means to me is that, A, it, it's quite obvious that, you know, Aspire was in way over their heads, right? They've never made, um, they, they've never made a full AAA game. It's always been ports or remakes or as a support studio, but, but they'd never done a full game on their own, um apparently the game was just not well received by either Sony or Lucasfilm Games after a vertical slice was shown earlier in the year. Um, not long after that, the game's art director and design director were then fired abruptly from Aspire. Uh, Aspire has also put out that they're looking to uh, open up to new opportunities, which means they're not working on this game at all. Um allegedly now Saber Interactive, which is also owned by the Embracer Group, who does own Aspire, may take over. Um, but some people thought it was going to... I always thought this game was a few years away. Aspire and Embracer Group all thought it was going to be out by the end of this year. I guess it's already been in development for three years. Um, I I just... I'm a little... It, it, like I'm, I'm, I'm in shock, but I'm not in shock because I, I knew Aspire didn't have the chutzpah to to make this game. They didn't, they didn't have the right, they didn't have the right tools, right? They, they didn't have the pedigree. Which I, it's hard to say that with with um, with some studios because like sometimes they need that for their big make or break. But at at the same time, I, I just. I also knew that it, it, I don't know, man, it, it's just not, I'm, I'm, I'm upset because now the game might not come out for quite a while. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, good, put a studio that knows what the fuck they're doing on it to make sure it's, it's the best possible remake it could be. Obviously people would want, would have wanted, you know, Bioware to do it. Um, but it's, it's not owned by them. It's a, it's a licensed, it's, it's owned by Lucasfilm. It's owned by Disney. Like they, they would never have had to, um, give it back to Bioware. Obviously now people are kind of like, maybe they should have. Um, but who knows? Who knows? It sucks. Now the game probably really won't come out till at least 2025. If it's been in development for three years and your vertical slice sucks that either Sony or Lucasfilm were like, no, bro, 
then you don't know what the fuck you're doing, to be honest. Especially on a game you really don't have to, like, story-wise redo, right? It's just mechanics and graphics. And obviously there's plenty of, of engines out there that it could already be done in that would make it leaps and bounds better looking than the original for a game that came out 20 years ago. Um, Engine-wise, I, I don't see how they could have been struggling unless, like I said, they just didn't know what the hell they were doing because they're used to ports and, and remasters, not full ground-up development. Um, which, it sucks, but whatever at this point. It, it Whatever. It, it wasn't coming out this year, so... Like, I'm upset, but it's not like I'm like, ah, oh, motherfucker. Like, no, it's like, whatever. Whatever. Anyway, moving on to TV. Uh, there's some Comic-Con news sprinkled in here. The biggest Comic-Con news I'm saving for, like, movie news. Um, but we did learn uh, that Apple TV Plus's Monsterverse show, you know, Godzilla and the Titans or whatever you want to call it or whatever it's going to be called, uh, will star both Kurt Russell and his son, Wyatt Russell, uh, most recently of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier fame. Uh, they'll both be in the new MonsterVerse show, so they're both officially joining the MonsterVerse. If they get to be in a Godzilla movie one day, I'll be very happy. Um, speaking at Comic-Con, Mike Judge uh, was obviously asked about you know, the rumors and inklings about a potential... I, I don't want to call it a reboot... Um, but like a rebirth, I guess you would call it, of King of the Hill. Um, and uh, he answered a fan. So there was a Beavis and Butthead panel. Oh, both. Um, and they asked about the rev a revival. That's that's the right word. And he said, quote, has a very good chance of coming back, unquote. Um, it's uh, interesting. We don't know what's going to happen. Um I guess they have an idea that it's set 15 years after, but again, I, I don't know when that show would, would get off the ground, and I don't even know what network it would be on. Would it go back to Fox? Would it be somewhere else? Um, I just, I think people would like to see Hank 15 years later. Obviously, the show would be different because uh, one of the major cast members did pass away, Brittany Murphy. Um but let's see what uh, everyone's favorite propane salesman is up to. I sell propane and propane accessories. Uh, National Treasure TV show got a new little behind-the-scenes featurette shown off at Comic-Con. Uh, Justin Bartha's character returns from the films to help with a new group of characters. And as they go on the hunt for a what looks like a Aztec or Mayan-themed adventure... And focused on that Mesoamerican history. Uh, and Catherine Zeta-Jones is playing like the villain, uh, if you will. Um, films don't really have, those films don't really have villains, per se. Um, just antagonists. I don't, they're not super villains. They're just not nice people. Uh, also, Disney is rumored to be in the running to get the new Doctor Who on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I don't know if, or not in the running per se, but they, they're trying to negotiate with the BBC. And I should say series, because that's how British people speak. Um, but but Disney Plus really wants to get Doctor Who in general, and, and the new season on Disney Plus when it 
comes out in like a year or two. Uh, the Secrets of the Mogwai, Mogwai show that's coming to Netflix will see the return of Zach Galligan, the, the star of the first two films. Uh, the human star of the first two films, I should say. Uh, it was announced at Comic-Con that Keanu's Berserker anime, based on his Berserker comic book, will be getting at least two seasons at the streaming network. So be on the lookout for that. I think he's going to star as well. Um, a new Walking Dead spinoff is coming that will star Rick Grimes and Michonne. I thought Rick... Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going into that. I don't watch the show. I don't know. Uh, some pe- I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that world even works anymore. And uh, Star Trek was out in full force at Comic-Con this year, despite having their own, like, events now with, with First Contact Day and things like that. But we got our first teaser trailer for Picard Season 3, which, if I remember correctly, was already filmed or was is in the process of being finished as they uh, filmed Season 2 and 3 back-to-back. Uh, and then a trailer for Lower Decks Season 3. Lower Decks, of course, coming out... A month after Strange New Worlds ended, which is a little upsetting. But uh, in the Picard Season 3 trailer, we get to see what the crew of the Enterprise D and E are up to, or at least what they look like uh, 20 years, twenty plus years later. I can confirm that Worf looks like a traditional Klingon. We don't have the Discovery Klingon looks applied to Worf, thank God. And uh, it just essentially it's them talking about uh, they're just they each say like a single lo- line. Um, J- Jordy's a, a, com- a commodore now. Uh, Riker and Diana will be back. Crusher will be back. Worf, like I said, I don't know how they're gonna fit. Um, since Data's gone, Brent Spiner is going to be back, but they didn't say how yet. Um, I'm sure he'll be some version of a Soong or a Soong type android. Technically, he could play B4. Technically, he could play Lore, and Lore could be the villain. I, I, I it, it, it's interesting. Um, the Lower Decks season three trailer, though, that that was the good one. It's heavy on the DS Nine references. Uh, they go to Cisco's Creole kitchen. There's uh, General Martok makes an appearance, hopefully voiced by JG Hertzler. At uh, the end of the trailer. Uh, has Captain Freeman say, uh, hold on, give me some time. And they ask how, and um, Ransom says, I don't know, just fly around and make it look like we're we're uh, idolizing the, the, the pylons or something. And then the DS9 theme starts, and it looks like the, the opening cinematic of the show. Oh, God. If this is how they bring back Cisco, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I'd be happy. Um... And right after that, they had the Strange New Worlds panel, which obviously they were just talking about season one as as uh, season two is being filmed. Um, Tandy Newsom and... Uh, uh, oh, God, why can't I think of his name? Um, the guy who plays Boimler on, on Lower Decks. He's also Huey on The Boys. Uh, what, uh, Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. They, they stay, storm the stage... Uh, and for Ansem Mount to then announce that there will be a crossover between Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds in Season 2. And they'll be in live action. Yes, there will be live action Boimler and 
Beckett Mariner in Strange New Worlds. How that works, I don't have a clue. How that's going to just, like, I, 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 I am very confused. I'm all for it. I'm just very confused. Very confused. But I'm all for it, and Strange New Worlds Season 2, I think, drops sometime next year. Uh, we also learned that Aragon, yes, Aragon, the dragon book series that also had a failed movie, will be getting a show on Disney+. Plus. I didn't know they owned the rights to that as well. Uh, we got news, I think, today or yesterday that Rick and Morty Season 6 will premiere on September 4th. I think it was today. It was today. <laughs> with an image that dropped with Rick and Morty both, both having six-packs. It was weird. It's funny. Um, if you're on Reddit arguing about Marvel fan theories, you may be arguing with the star of Miss Marvel herself, Iman Villani, uh, as she argues with fans about uh, Marvel fan theories on Reddit. So be on the lookout. Uh, and before we talk about Comic-Con and movie, major movie news, because that's pretty much all that happened this weekend... Um, I want to talk about Light and Magic, the new show on Disney Plus about industrial light and magic, the company behind the special effects in most major motion pictures, uh, the company that began to that began mostly to create visual effects for Star Wars. There's no company existed that could do that before, so George set them up to do so. Um, it's a new documentary series on Disney Plus. It's not. It is. There are episodes, but they all drop today. I'm learning a lot of new stuff that I, I didn't know. Um, I'm getting to see interviews with people I knew of, um, but never really saw a whole lot of information about. Like, even John Dykstra is in it, and he doesn't always give a whole lot of stuff into, like, into background interviews or, or lookbacks and things like that. It's rare for him. Um, and then just there's so many things that have never been shown off in making of or behind the scenes stuff for Star Wars either. So that's what's been really cool to see. Um, I did go to the panel at Star Wars Celebration, so it's fun to see like it finally happened two months later, see it on screen. Um, and, and it's just, it, it's, especially if you love Star Wars, you should watch it. If you love how movies are made, you should watch it. If you like to know the history of like visual effects, you should watch it. I mean, it goes into the starting of Pixar before George Lucas sold it off. Um, there's interviews with directors and, and people who worked with ILM. There's pe the people that started at ILM that became directors in their own right and things like that. It's very interesting to watch. It literally goes from the, the late 70s when they got started on Star Wars. I'm almost done, and I think they're about to start talking about Jurassic Park. Um, and the digital revolution. And, and I didn't even know George Lucas was the one who pioneered digital editing for films. So a lot of crazy stuff to learn in there. Uh, and a lot of cool things that have never been shown off uh, in like behind the scenes stuff before. So that, that's been really fun and interesting to watch. Definitely check it out. Um, and then I know last week I talked about how Westworld Season 4 finally had a good episode. I think this week's episode was even better. I think this is the best episode of the season. Um, some people thought last week was. No, it's it's this week. Um, Ed Harris had more to do in the first ten minutes of this episode than he has on all four seasons of, of Westworld so far, in my opinion. Uh, they're doing more with the Christina character. Uh, they're they're doing more. They're they're now fully in the the future future time jump that they showed off last week. Um, and 
it it's very interesting to see the world they're living in now that has essentially the machines took over um the hosts but we we see them starting to crack as humanity always wins i guess is is i don't know i don't know how they're going to do a fifth season though um and it's weird that they did all these things in the beginning of the season that still haven't been paid off yet like there was a whole hoover dam thing um but this episode to me was the best episode so far and i think ed harris will have more to do as both the man in black host and william himself um who i think is going to be freed from his eternal prison uh next week if you ask me um but we'll see as uh westworld only has a few episodes left for season four uh that is it for tv news Let's just jump right into Comic-Con and movie stuff and, and things like that. Marvel won the weekend. There's there's no doubt about that. And and they still have a lot of announcements coming up with like D23 in September. Um, so Marvel had several panels this weekend. Um, the first of which was their Marvel Animation panel. Um, they showed off trailers for I Am Groot, which is their new little short series that looks super fun. Focusing on like a young baby Groot. We got more information on Spider-Man Freshman Year, which doesn't seem to be taking place in the main MCU. Uh, They say it does, but there's been no confirmation on officially if they actually said it does, because it features Norman Osborn as the main person that Peter meets up with instead of Tony Stark. It will have Doc Ock, uh, all of whom are characters that, if you watched No Way Home, that version of Peter had never heard of. Um... He also isn't best friends with Ned in this, so uh, it's very interesting to see. It will also feature Charlie Cox as Daredevil uh, in the show, and that will be uh, premiering sometime in 2024, I think they said. Uh, And they already have a second season ordered, which is going to be called Sophomore Year. Uh, Marvel's What If has been confirmed for a season two, which will premiere in early 2023, as well as a season three. Um, it will feature different heroes, more from Phase 4 than what were featured in uh, the first season of What If. Marvel Zombies, uh, which was announced last year, will have like a TVMA rating. It will go balls to the wall in terms of zombie action and gore, um, according to Marvel. It looks like it's taking off from the Marvel Zombies episode of What If, because it will feature a, um, a cap that is... Uh, cut in half it will feature some phase four characters as they lead the new avengers essentially um to fight the zombies it will feature shang chi kate bishop uh, miss marvel a couple others and it will even have icarus from eternals in some kind of half zombie state remember he's they're robots so they can't really be fully undead uh and then finally we got a whole lot of news about x-men 97 which now isn't coming out until at least fall of ninety of 2023, which is a little upsetting. Uh, we got looks at all the character designs, which looks like they're not too different from what they were in 97. Uh, most of the voice cast is returning. Uh, and now, though, with Charles Xavier missing, if you remember the end of the, the original run of the show, uh, Magneto will be the leader of the X-Men in a new costume, Sans Helmet. Uh, So Magneto will be leading the X-Men in the X-Men 97 revival. 
Uh, that's it for their animation half. Uh, live action, we got a ton of fucking news. And I mean a ton. A ton of fucking news. Like a metric ton. And there's still more coming down down the line later in the year. Um, we got a our first trailer for Wakanda Forever. Uh, which will be the official end of Phase 4. Yeah, they're piecing out of Phase 4 right away. Uh, the Wakanda Forever trailer... Uh, heavy on the heart. Obviously, they will address uh, Chadwick Boseman's death, uh, well, T'Challa's death in the movie. Um, and also, we got our official look at Tanakh Huerta as Namor, which will be very Mayan-inspired, as, as all the rumors had suggested. Um it looks like Wakanda is being flooded, which is a major storyline from the comics, from my understanding. Um, and it looks like Namor will have some kind of conflict with Wakanda. Uh, we also have someone new in the suit. And uh, it could be Shuri, it could be Nakia, it could be Killmonger coming back. We, we don't know yet. Um, but a lot of interesting things are, are going on in this trailer that uh, a lot of people are trying to decipher. Uh, unfortunately, we won't know until the movie releases this November. There is one other piece of Phase 4 uh, that will happen before that, and that's She-Hulk, which, of course, drops uh, later in August. And they release a new trailer at Comic-Con, and, oh, God. I am in love with She-Hulk. I'm not afraid to say it. I want her to carry me around like a baby. They cleaned up the CG very well. Uh, it looks like there's going to be like fourth wall breaks, which is really cool. Uh, it, it, Wong is in it. Wong will be featured in at least one episode of, of She-Hulk. Uh, there's rumors that Jason Siegel appears in the show in some capacity as a major, um, major character. And then also rumored, uh, well, now confirmed... Daredevil will make an appearance in She-Hulk. Um, they didn't show him off exactly, but they showed a new re redesigned outfit for him that looks like his original comics run, which featured a lot of yellow. Um, he appears at the end of the trailer. Uh, and then there's... It's just really fun. And I'm excited for the show. Uh, it looks like she can revert back to regular form and Hulk form. Um at her own control with the help of Bruce. Uh, it will feature Emil Blonsky as uh, Abomination going back and forth as well. So I'm very excited for She-Hulk. Uh, it looks fun. It just looks fun. Um, and that is the end of Phase 4. Um, Kevin Feige then confirmed that we are going full-on into Phase 5. Uh, phase 5 is, is, is going full steam ahead. And it will begin with Ant-Man and the Wasp on February 17th, 2023. We then got confirmation that Secret Invasion will premiere sometime in the spring of 2023. The, st the story uh, starring Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be the next film, which releases on May 5th, 2023. Unfortunately, the trailer isn't ready to be released to the public. James Gunn says that the VFX is just not where he wants it to be. Uh, to be shown off to the world. Uh, he did say there will be a tonal shift and it will be a little bit more mature. Uh, we will see the return of Gamora, though, um, 
but I guess it's 2014 Gamora and not obviously the return of the Gamora that, that was killed on Vormir for the Soul Stone. Spoiler alert. Uh, following that will be Echo, the spinoff of the Hawkeye show. Uh, Echo will see the return of both um, Charlie Cox as Daredevil once again, as well as um, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. Uh, that will be sometime in summer 2023, followed by Loki Season 2. Yes, Loki Season 2. Uh, the Marvels, which is the film that will star Captain Danvers, Captain Marvel, Amon Vellani's Miss Marvel, and then, um, I can't think of her name, the girl who played uh, Monica Rambeau, Maria Rambeau in WandaVision. Uh, Ironheart is confirmed to drop sometime in fall 2023, will be introduced to her in Wakanda Forever. Uh, they did show her off literally busting a heart made of iron out of a slab of iron in the trailer, which is a little too on the nose. Uh, that will be then followed by Blade, which has an official release date of November 3rd, 2023. Uh, followed by Agatha, Chaos, uh, Coven of Chaos, the show uh, featuring Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. Uh, that will air sometime in winter 2023 into winter of 20... Or, early 2024, um, which will then see uh, the release of Daredevil Born Again, a new series that consists of 18 episodes in the spring of 2024, starring Charlie Cox as, of course, um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, and also we'll see the return of Vincent D'Onofrio as well as Confisk King, uh, Kingpin. Uh, followed by Captain America uh, New World Order, which releases May 3rd, 2024, of course, starring Sam Wilson. And then Phase 5 will end on July 26th, 2024, with the release of The Thunderbolts. Yes. Unfortunately, um, William Hurt passed away, so he will not be portraying uh, Thaddeus Ross, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, who the, the team is named after. They're America's Avengers, if you will, uh, government-sanctioned. This is probably the team that Val uh, from Black Widow and uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, who played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, that's probably the team she's been building. Uh, we'll probably include Abomination as well. Uh, and then we got confirmation, uh, but before that, Kevin Feige confirmed that uh, while Phases 1 through 3 were the Infinity Saga, uh, 4, 5, and 6 are the Multiverse Saga. And with that was the announcement of Phase 6. As of right now, we only know of three movies in Phase 6. Uh, there were eight open dates, uh, TBA dates. But Phase 6 will officially kick off on November 8th, 2024 with the release of Fantastic Four. Uh, which will not be an origin story. I'm pretty sure Peyton Reed is directing that. Or no, John Watts. Sorry, John Watts. Um, and then we got the announcement of the next two Avengers movies. Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. Yes, Kang the Conqueror. Uh, Kang the Conqueror will be introduced in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, uh, as well as MODOK, surprisingly. Um... And it will, which will be released on May 2nd, 2025. Of course, these dates are always in flux. Uh, and then Phase 6 will presumably end with Avengers Secret Wars. 
on November 7th, 2025. That's right, folks. Secret Wars. Uh, if you don't know what the Secret Wars are, that's a, a comic book storyline. Um, obviously, they're setting up Doctor Doom as well, somewhere along the line, uh, because he's heavily involved with Secret Wars. Secret Wars essentially is a massive multiversal crossover uh, in which multiple realities and variants of Avengers fight each other. Um, obviously, this is something fans have always wanted to see on film. Uh, but unfortunately, the Russo brothers will not be returning to direct, despite the fact that they've been wanting to direct the Secret Wars movies more than anything, and they haven't been shy about it. Um, Kevin Feige confirmed that they will not be returning for either film. Uh, Destin, Destin Daniel Cretton will be directing um, Avengers The Kang Dynasty, which, uh, if you're not familiar with Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, he is the director of Shang-Chi. Um, if you ask me what movies are probably going to be in Phase 6 that, that we don't know about, we'll probably be Shang-Chi 2. Um, we'll probably get another Thor if uh, Chris Hemsworth wants to, so that, that that's a possibility. Um, we'll probably get another Marvel's film, potentially. Um, there's potential for an Ironheart movie. There's potential for, I don't know... I don't want to say Ant-Man 4 because I, I don't know. Um, obviously, we haven't seen Ant-Man 3 yet. Will there be a, another Black Panther? Again, I don't know. But I, I think it's a safe bet to say that there's probably going to be a Shang-Chi 2. Uh, there probably won't be an Eternals 2. That, that's a safe bet. Um, and maybe a Thunderbolts 2. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um or maybe another Doctor Strange again, and Phase Six will probably include the the next Spider-Man film that they already said they were going to make, so we can include that as well. Those are potential for Phase Six. Um, some other things that weren't mentioned: Armor Wars has not been canceled, despite not being mentioned at all. Um, that's probably going to be a Phase Six thing, uh, probably as a TV show. Obviously, we don't know what TV shows are coming in Phase Six either. Um, and then Ryan Gosling has been making the round saying he wants to play Ghost Rider. And while Kevin Feige doesn't say that he would have him play Ghost Rider, he does want him in the MCU in some capacity. Uh, that's it for Marvel news, though. I'm very excited for Secret Wars. Very, very excited for Secret Wars. That's for damn sure. Um, and obviously they didn't announce a director, so there is still the potential for the Russo brothers to come in and direct it. Uh, Keanu Reeves announced that he wants to play Batman. Um, I know he's voicing Batman in the upcoming Super Pets movie, which I think is out this week. Um, but he wants to play a version of Batman on film one day. I'm, I'm, I'd support that. I really would. Uh, we also got a trailer or teaser for John Wick 4, which comes out next March. Oh, that sucks, gotta wait that long. Um... It looks good. Looks like John's back again, ready to uh, avenge him being kicked out of the Assassin's World and essentially being left for dead at the end of uh, John Wick 3 Parabellum. Uh, DC had a small panel. Um, they only had two films to show off, which is unfortunate. 
Uh, no, Henry Cavill did not show up despite rumors to the contrary. Um, Black Adam did get a new trailer with The Rock showing up in full Black Adam attire, full Black Adam costume. Um, he also made a comment about Superman that got a lot of boos about whoever plays wears the cape, obviously potentially hinting at Henry Cavill not returning. Uh, the new trailer looks really good, though. It, it fully shows off his anti-hero status. It's not trying to sugarcoat him as a superhero. Uh, we also got to see more of Hawkman and the rest of the Justice Society of America. Uh, I'm just very excited to see Dr. Fate on screen. And then, uh, before I talk about the Shazam 2 trailer, yes, we got a trailer for Shazam 2. Uh, on Friday, um, Jim Lee was talking at a panel. Uh, Jim Lee, of course, being the uh, executive editor at DC, and I think he's in charge of like the films now and everything, now that... Uh, um, Jeff Johns is kind of not there. <laughs> um, but someone asked him about the Snyderverse, and we have no... He's like, no, we don't... Essentially along the lines of we have no plans to um, continue the Snyderverse in any way. Uh, it, it's funny he says that, though, because the Shazam 2 trailer literally features Shazam talking about Batman, The Flash, and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and it's all the ones from the Snyderverse, which doesn't make any sense that they said that, um, they, they said that they're not continuing it yet. They're featuring them in a massive trailer. So I don't get it. It's very strange, very strange indeed. Um, doesn't make sense. I just want it to continue. Uh, anyway, there's a, the Shazam 2 trailer, it's just, it's fun as hell, man. It's funny, it, it shows off uh, the potential for where the, that franchise can go, it has really funny jokes, Helen Mirren looks like she's having fun as the villain, um, I'm just, I'm very excited for Shazam 2. The first one was a pleasant surprise, the second one looks to be the same as well. Um... We also got our first look at the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. Talk about a movie that looks fun as hell as well, and that's the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Who would have thought a Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is like the third or fourth attempt at this point, uh, is going to be fun and has like big name stars attached to it and looks like they're having fun doing it as well. Uh, with Chris Pine, of course, leading leading the way. Um, and Jude Law, or not Jude Law, uh, uh, Hugh Grant is in it as well. So, that's, um, go watch the Dungeons and Dragons trailer. It's great. It really is. Um, I'm excited. And then our last bit of, of movie news today, it's about Top Gun Maverick. Um, Top Gun Maverick has now made more money, yes, more money than the Avengers. Um... Which, that's a wild statement. Obviously, it's because it's Top Gun. Um, I'm hold on. I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here, uh, which means it's made over a billion dollars. Like that. That's realistically, that's what that means. Um, so yes, it has made more at the U.S. box office than the Avengers did, 
Um, it has now crossed the 623 million mark. So it's made essentially almost $624 million at the U.S. box office. Um, the next movie on the list, though, of course, is Jurassic World, which made $653 million. It can probably break that. Let, let's be honest. This movie, everyone loves it. It's made $1.24 billion worldwide, which is wild for what many people would call an American propaganda film. I'm all for it. I, I don't care. Um, but yes, that's, uh, that's, what's, that's what's going on with that. Um, anyway, thank you guys uh, for listening. That's it this week. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I thought Comic-Con was pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, there wasn't a whole lot of DC stuff to talk about, which is always unfortunate. Um, other than that, uh, make sure to check out nextnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Uh, or if you prefer, you can listen to us on the go with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. We're on all the major streaming platforms for podcasts. Um, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds. Uh, so that way you can see all the fun memes we post. Uh, or if you prefer, just look, search uh, Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. I know not everyone likes to use all forms of social media. Uh, with that being said, thank you guys. This was episode 220. I'm your host, Nick. This was Nixner News. I know I didn't really introduce myself at the beginning, which is kind of part of the course for me. Uh, but I will catch you guys on the flip side.